Welcome to Roll Call with Ramona. I'm your host, Ramona Singh, and today we have Ashita Mantra joining us. She is a student at uh, Cardinal Leger High School. She's going to grade 11, and uh, she's based in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. Uh, she's gone through the whole experience of having to, you know, go through the school shutting down and online school learning and taking on summer school. And now as uh, school is back in about two weeks, uh, she has to decide whether she'll continue with online learning or go to school and attend in a class in, in person. Uh, so welcome, Ashita Mantra. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you, Ramona, for hosting me. Of course. So, Sheeta, what has this been like for you? First of all, how was your summer so far? My summer has been good. It's been relaxing. Got to stay at home, watch some shows. But, like, the fact that I got to chill for a little bit and also do, like, summer school for the first month, it, it was a pretty good summer. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're fully relaxed and ready to start another school year. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to go back. Well, that's good. So run us through what happened earlier this year. Um, what month did your school shut down because of COVID-19? So between, like, it was mid-March, right before our uh, March break, the, the education minister, Stephen Lecce, had announced that after the March break, we're going to get two more extra weeks um, for to stay at home because of how the cases were rising in um, Canada at that time. So it kept, so the week went by uh, and they announced that online school was supposed to start from April 6th. Some teachers, I would be honest, it, were not ready. For sure they were not ready because they didn't know how to like contact with their students. It was like, they never warned their students about online learning before because they thought it was just a short period of an experience. But unfortunately, right. it kept going on. So they would extend that two weeks to like maybe a month, maybe another month, until it got to June where they had to fully decide that they had to close schools. Oh, I see. Okay, so you, for March break, pretty much you, you were told that it'll be extended for another two weeks with online learning. So students as well as the teachers were going pretty much on a weekly to a monthly basis of how much longer the shutdown will be, right? So it was just rolling forward. So what was that first day like? Like, did you get an email? Did you get a mail, like physical mail at home about how to log in, what portals to use? Like, how, how was that entire experience? So the main teacher's platform that they were required to use was uh, Google Classroom. And then they had to actually contact their students through like a face-to-face -face meeting. So they would use either Google Meets or they were required to use uh, Microsoft Teams. So it wasn't a bad experience on the first day because two of my teachers, uh, like we have uh, four, uh, four courses in that one semester. So two of my teachers already had that platform. They were already sending us our work through there. But there were my, my two teachers, uh, um, like another two teachers who didn't have the Google Classroom pa platform because they were so used to in-school learning. So for me, I actually had to contact my teachers Wow. I had to find their emails to like just ask to make sure that they're 
on track or like they need some help setting up something, which um, my actually science teacher needed help with. So I was really fortunate to like help him with setting up like the platform, how he can meet with his students, how could he get in touch with, so stuff like that. Like it wasn't- so you be Sorry, go ahead. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like a bad experience, but it was really unorganized, I would definitely say. Um, for some teachers, but that's not their fault though, because of the fact that this happened all of a sudden and they like the board weren't giving them certain instructions. Right. And so you became a student, I guess the teacher's assistant. That's great that you became proactive. So that's what you meant that teachers didn't know is exactly what to do because they weren't familiar with the platform. So once when the teachers were all on the platform, how is that education online where you had to log in and see your teacher online? And were you able to see other students as well online, just like how the Zoom experience would be video or was it just you're watching the teacher and you could see how many people are online and have a chat room open for any questions? So this part actually depend on, depended on the teacher because it was their, their choice. It wasn't mandatory at the time to like always host a Google Meet or Microsoft Team meeting because um, the board said that like if you give them the work, explain it, that's fine. So I really had like two teachers who would come, like one teacher came every, like weekly uh, to explain. And yes, you could see other students, like they would ask questions if they weren't familiar with the topic or like they don't understand how the teacher is explaining it. Um, the other teacher had to host uh, two classes at the same time with the uh, Google Meet. Uh, but like they were the only two that were doing the repetitive like, Google Meets or like Zoom meetings. Uh, the other two teachers weren't really f wanting to do a meeting. I mean, it's their personal choice too. Like if they prefer that it might not be stressful because everyone has a certain time. Um, some students might be a little fudgy because we didn't have a specific time at that point. We didn't have a schedule. We could literally do the work like whenever we want to, It I'm just like, at the time we can give it by the due date. So teachers oh, so teachers didn't want that students to complain about when they wanna do the meeting, oh, it's too early for them, it's too late, they have something else. So some other teachers didn't prefer to do that because of that situation. But otherwise, um, they would like maybe create a video explaining the lesson and then they'll just post it on the Google Classroom for the student to look at. I see. So it wasn't like in class where you have a schedule when you go to school and, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and like the first period, second period, there's set times you're in, you know, your homeroom or the next class. So it wasn't like that online. It was no. just like you said, it was why, why? I mean, I'm, I don't know if you know why, but, you know, wasn't that a suggestion to the teachers that, you know, let's continue the schedule that you had in person in class the same as online? I think the reason probably behind it was because we were given a certain amount of hours to do per, cl uh, per class per week. So the teachers didn't know how to like really cooperate with each other during the time because they didn't know what type of work they were going to give. For example, usually the math and science teachers come together like in a meeting, they discuss like what they need to give to the students. 
So for this time, they weren't able to do that. They weren't able to suggest um, that we're going to give them this much work or we're going to give them this less work this weekend. They, they weren't able to really compromise with the schedule. And it also depends on the student too. Now that they're at home, they have many distractions, including like their devices, there's TV. Um, some, some of them, if they wanted to, could go, to, go outside now. Like they were at home. So it made it really difficult for them to fully follow a schedule that is based on an online platform. I see. So now that you've been through last year's um, school schedule, last year's school year online, you finished it online and you also went to summer school online, you know, what were, you know, like, what do you think are some of the skills you need to excel, you know, with online learning? To be honest, you really need to be organized, one for sure. You need to do your work on time and you need to be responsible for all your academic work. Um, First of all, you need to be really organized as if you had to choose a fully online uh, uh, semester, so four courses all online, you must be really organized because they do give like quite a bit of work. Some of them give like projects a lot. So with those projects, like you need to manage your time. And if you're not, if you hand in your things late, there's always a deduction for your mark. Which, which some students prefer to give a little late because they want a better mark. They don't mind like getting maybe 3% off, but because of that, they lack the skill of organization. Second, they really need to do their work. Over this period of time, especially like maybe not summer school, but I would definitely say during my last semester of grade 10, what happened was a lot of students did not come to meetings, did not hand in their work. And it was kind of unfair because see here, the grade system at that point, we were not allowed to go lower than our midterm marks, which was pretty unfortunate because that meant anyone who wasn't doing their work, it didn't matter for them because if they had an easy 80 in the course, they would keep that 80, they can't go lower. So because of that theory, I would say, students started to lack off from their work, but some teachers were pretty strict on them to like, like maybe they couldn't lower the mark for sure. That was against their uh, policy, but like they would like probably email them frequently and be like, do your work, this is gonna help you. And they're gonna suffer from it because next year as a grade 11 and 12, they have to learn so much more. They have so much pressure on them to like get a good mark for them to go to post-secondary. Right. Now, do you think that rule will still apply? Do you know if your teachers have, like, I guess now that you're starting a school year, either in class or online, there is no midterm mark. So I guess everybody starts from a clean slate. And that may not apply because now everyone's had a chance to go through this online experience. So now I guess people will have to do their work and submit their assignment or go, you know, suffer deductions or actually failing the course. Yeah, now it's um, because, like you said, there's no more midterms. So it's pretty much a restart of summer school, I guess, for me, I would say, because we didn't have a midterm there. So our mark could go up, down as much as it wanted to. So it's going right. to happen this year, too, for, especially for those. Even if it's online, they're going to have to face that reduction because 
they don't know that specific mark. I'm pretty sure though the board policies will say that go easy on them if some like maybe a little bit because if it is online they know that it could be a struggle with internet there could be a problem with sharing devices so the, the teachers must be a little lenient towards when they hand in things absolutely and so now that you've experienced the challenges and the skill sets that are important, such as being organized and, you know, being accountable for your work and, you know, keeping up to date, you know, what is like, what advice do you have to give for people who maybe have those challenges or don't really have those skill sets? And like, what kind of support do you think they need um, to be able to acquire those skill sets? I think the main support is to get rid of every distraction and like maybe sit down calmly, I would definitely say, because it, it, it always takes one distraction to keep you unorganized, to keep you away from your work, to forget about your responsibilities. So for example, I said like social media, which has taken this huge step during this pandemic. So for students who love to check social media, take, taking a break from that will help them um, as they can like refresh their minds, think back at what schoolwork they have, um, if they need to complete something or is something coming to a due date, stuff like that will help them like will help them think back and make sure that they understand the concept of everything that is going on within their lesson plan. Another thing would be probably would be that they know when and what like they organize what projects or like what assignments are known as their priority uh like all of them are their priority for sure but which one would come first compared to which class so for example if i were to have like maybe a science project, but then I have this history test, but they're like two weeks apart. I know that I'm probably going to start with the science project so that I for history. Okay, that's really good advice. So essentially, make sure you treat at home studying like how you would in class where you put the time, you know, aside to do that work, that study session where you're putting your phone on silent, you're not on social media on your computer, and you're treating it as if you're, you know, live in class where you wouldn't have those distractions. So that's key. And then of course, understand prioritizing your schedule in terms of what's due when, and maybe, you know, um, your strength is in one subject over another, and you know, you need to spend more time focusing on one and developing, you know, your learning and skill set for that specific course versus another. So that's, that's really good advice. So now school is about two weeks away. Um, what have you decided? What has your family decided that you're going to do in terms of whether you're going to go to class or you're going to do online learning? What's your decision so far? So we finalized that we would do the adapted model which is to do alternate alternative days within going in school and then doing it online. I would say that was probably a, a better decision than thinking going fully online after, um, after a lot of like internet problems, I would definitely say. Um, a lot of times the internet has crashed, which 
led me to like miss a due date, which kind of scared, it brings out a lot of anxiety within students. And I know that brought the stress in me that I, I probably wouldn't be able to hand in my work on time because of the internet crashing down at home. So we definitely decided to go in school and then come home, do online then, and do the online the other two days we're at home. And it's, it's, I would say it's a pretty fair model because we, um, we end up doing both things. So I get to go back to school. I get to see my school again after like, I would say like, it's been like seven, eight months. Like it's been a long time. So right. definitely to get a chance to go back in school, you know, see some people and not the four rooms of my wall would be great and socialize again absolutely now what is so so it's going to be two days in school two days online and uh what about the fifth day does it i guess you have a day off on the fifth day so no no, no. what ha so the board or at least my board has decided what we were going to do was um you're either going to get the letter of a or b like that's your group group a group mm. b so group a for example will go three days in one week and B will go only two days. Then we switch group A will go two and then group B will go three. So Understood. we're alternating, alternating, um, alternating, sorry, my bad. Alternating, alternating. Yeah. No, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> alternating um, that third, no, fifth day, I would say between each group. So like they have an, a good amount of time to experience the online and in class. And at that time, we're actually um, using, we're doing two courses. So you would, the first day you do one course in school and then the second online, and then you would switch again doing the second course, um, the second course on, in school and then the first course back online. Okay, and so now how safe do you feel of going back to school? How do you get to school? Do you take the bus? I mean, being in class, you're required to wear a mask. You know, how do you feel about safety? I, about my uh, commute, I would definitely say I'm going to be a little safer because I did ask my parents to like drop and pick me up. At that time, I used to take the, like before the pandemic, I used to take the transit, but now I kind of don't feel safe really taking the transit. And my, like my commute is really far. It's like an hour and a half, and then it's three buses. So to like, you know, keep my personal health safe or like anyone else, I would like, I told my parents to definitely pick me up. Um, to go back to school, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm so much worried as I would be probably with a lot of like, if I was probably in a workspace, because a student, I mean, not that students can't get the COVID-19, but like we're known to be more immune to it. So, I mean, there is a little scare in me because we are asymptomatic when it comes to COVID-19. So you don't know who you're touching or when you're touching, but I know I'm going to be like keeping my social distance. Even if I see my friends, I'm going to be like, stay two meters away. I mean, we're all doing this for each other. We're all trying to, you know, be healthy and that soon we can all like hug each other again. Um, I know for when I'm going to school, I'm probably gonna write my notes online so that I'm not really touching a lot of paper or pen. And I know okay. that I'm gonna be like wearing gloves, mask, 
I the mask thing, I think it's kind of a lot within three hours. Um, because for me too, like I have trouble breathing when it comes to that long, but they do give us like a break time in between. So I can go outside and like just breathe like fresh air. Right. Okay. So you have a, a mechanism down. Um, why do you feel that it's better to type your work as opposed to using paper and pen? Like it would be your own paper and pen. I know, but you know, like any surfaces that are being touched are always, they can always be like infected at any time. And you can't really put like maybe sanitizer or you can't really put like a disinfectant wipe um, over like a page. Like you probably would with a pen, but not really with the page. At least with my computer, I can like disinfect it and it, it won't really cause any damage to it. Right. So it's really also mind over matter because you're going to class, you want to learn. And some of the criterias are to wear a mask and gloves and, you know, use your um, computer as opposed to writing, you know, with paper and pen. And of course, so yeah, I mean, but you understand, I guess these are just the circumstances for now. Do you foresee things remaining like this? Or are you hoping for, you know, a day where you can go back to how things used to be, like going to um, school? I mean, I could probably say that for when we get to the second semester, but I definitely say from September to December, we're probably going to have to do certain things because say if they do come up with the vaccine too, we need to like still keep that distance maintained because that vaccine might not be as effective as we think, like it has been for like other flu shots. So at right. least, at least knowing that we're going to be a distance apart. Um, I mean, maybe we're going to be told to like not wear masks anymore if they do create a vaccine or like, like situations get better. But we know that it's definitely going to last till the end of this year for sure. How do you think this is going to impact like other students or maybe yourself emotionally? And how do you emotionally prepare you know, to, to, to take this on, this undertaking of going back to school and in person and having to have, you know, all the masks and everything else in place. And of course, knowing that the province has, is spending um, money to make sure that there's, you know, cleaning in place and teachers and online principals and whatnot. But like, when it comes to like mental health and emotionally, like, how are you coping with that? And how are you preparing yourself? I mean, I'm a student that loves school, so like I'm as every year always excited. Like my favorite shopping is literally going back to school <laughs> shopping. So yeah. I'm 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 excited for school for sure. I mean I know situations are really different this year. Like not talking with your like talking with your friends, but like from a distance. Um, you know, like not going in group projects, maybe like online group projects, but like you know, it won't be the same but I'm glad that I'm going back. I can see people. Uh, I would definitely say it would be a lot, and I mean a lot of stress for students because for students who do care and know that this virus is actually very significant and it has such an impact on the human body, depending on um, how our, like who, like how the human body works like depending on your immune system some people would be stressed that they 
that they might touch someone or they might get infected with someone who has it and they don't want to give it to someone in their family or someone that's like an elderly because they know how it's going to react with them because mm -hmm. for students we since we are really uh we're not fully immune but like we're really good with battling COVID-19 but not so as someone who's over 50 and above so they they have that stress that they don't want to come in contact with someone and then give it to someone else because that's how we're spreading and we want to end this virus more than spreading spreading it another okay. way this is really stressful is because of the schoolwork um everyone's been at home it's not been that stressful online but the second they go back to school they're going to realize maybe it's a lot to handle because of the the way the courses are working how we have to go like what's our schedule it, it's literally going to look fully different so that's going to stress a lot of students out for sure and what about um your mental health or your emotional well-being while when the lockdown happened and like you know because i i hear more excitement about going back to you know school and seeing your friends and having you know, um, having interaction with your teachers and being back in the environment, which completely changes the energy um, of then, you know, as opposed to sitting at home and waking up and possibly being in your home clothes and trying to do things online. I mean, how did you cope with the stressors of that, you know, for those seven months that you've been out of school? Uh, I would kind of say I've been organized. So like, I didn't really have to worry about maybe not handing in my um, schoolwork on time. Um, when it comes to like socializing, I did ended up um, calling my friends. Uh, we would do video calls. Um, we would do video calls to like you know see each other again, and and we were we were talking quite freaking frequently. Um, I mean, for my personal reasons, I kind of let off the social media because everyone was like, "This is nothing. The virus." Is not doing anything until it got to like maybe April when they realized maybe this could hurt a lot of people as the cases rose around 600 at that time so it was kind of stressful looking at the cases for sure but you know like schoolwork always keeps you busy it keeps mm -hmm. you distracted and for schoolwork for me I always learn something new so that brings the happiness to me because I like I like discovering things that bring out a new opportunity or it brings out a new lesson for me to learn in life. So as I was studying online, I always had the potential to like understand that there's always the brighter side that is coming through. Well, that's very good and good perspective to have. So Sheeta, tell us what your plans are for after high school. What do you want to do? So I am basing myself on the medical field. I would definitely want to be a doctor someday. Uh, so for second, like post-secondary, I'm planning to go to a um, medical university, like for life sciences or health sciences, mm -hmm. so that I can like, you know, like uh, proceed my future career as a doctor. Well, that's great. And do you find that because you have your goals in place for post-secondary it helps you kind of you know get through these hard times of this you know with your education and all the hurdles that have come up do you think that like the bigger goal 
is what drives you to overcome these challenges and see the bigger picture? I mean, I would definitely say so because now that I'm in grade 11, our decisions really matter. So I'm glad that I already have my plan set out. I know what courses I need to take. I know which courses I need to really focus on to get like better grades. Um, for sure, I know that. And then there's some students who still don't have a plan on what they want to do. So for them, it is going to be quite a lot for them to like go through which universities they want to go to, what programs. So I'm glad that I have decided which programs I want to enter in and like how I need it. Like I look at the prerequisite, uh, which courses I need in like in my past to like go to post-secondary. So I'm pretty prepared and like this, this does kind of help me know like that I'm going into grade 11 and I don't need to put like an extra stress on me uh, thinking about what I need to do in my future because I already have it planned out. You have it planned out. You have the reason why you're doing all of this and which helps you have the perspective to overcome these challenges um, that you've never faced before. So it was so great to hear from you and, and what you have gone through this year and the perspective that you have and how you're preparing yourself. Uh, you know, any advice you have to give to any students going back in the next two weeks or even the ones that are deciding to stay home, um, you know, and continue with online learning? I mean, definitely both decisions are a great choice. You know, you stay at home and you're keeping yourself safe. Um, you're going back to school. You're getting yourself a little more out there. So I would definitely say just definitely be organized during this time, especially for students like me who are going into grade 11 or 12, and especially for those grade nines who are just starting high school. It definitely will be this new experience, but you know, we'll always get through it. It's gonna be one of the fun times. We're going, like for people who are going back to school, we get to see the life back in our lives again, as like, as we start with the new workload, and everything so to keep ourselves organized and manage that would be the best skills you need during this time to stay um, so that you can like make sure that you're learning everything in the proper manner you're you have all your uh, study notes ready for anything that can pop up and you're, you're just you would feel really more relaxed knowing that you have everything set out and you can always enjoy your weekend you know, that's great. I, I love your positive perspective and your parents must be very proud. Um, again, thank you for joining us today and sharing us with us your experience and your perspective and your outlook on life and school and education and uh, lifelong learning. Thank you again. This is uh, Ramona Singh. This was Roll Call with Ramona. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Take care.